Welcome to Big 12 After Dark, 1012's Network's live podcast, driven by you, the fans, and hosted by me, Brittany, and my co-host, Greg Mackey. We'll be here every Thursday live, except this week for the holiday on Tuesday, allowing you to participate by sharing your thoughts, opinions, and hot takes. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Charlie Hustle Clothing Company. Charlie Hustle is a vintage-inspired clothing company based out of Kansas City that specializes in collegiate and hometown apparel. Charlie Hustle wants you to be the best-dressed fan this season, so be sure to check out their wide selection of officially licensed collegiate apparel today and show off your school spirit all season long. With over 30 schools to choose from, they've got you covered with all your collegiate apparel needs. Shop today at www.charliehustle.com using promo code TEN1215101215 for 15% off all non-sale items. Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. Greg, how you doing? Doing fantastic. It's Thanksgiving week. There's all the big basketball tournaments on. I'm gonna watch so much basketball this week. I, I'm I'm loving it. I have basically forgotten about football season at this point. I have been, just been watching basketball. Well, you are a Kansas fan, so <laughs> literally, I saw um, Chris Williams on Cyclone Fanatic. He posted. I forget if he posted like who the announcers were gonna be for Iowa State and Kansas State this weekend, but he didn't say, mm-hmm. like, football. And at first glance, I read it. I'm like, I wonder what sport they're playing each other in this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that weird crossover season where you have to, like, double-check to make sure you have the right sport, you know? It's bad. And I'd also like to just give out a shout-out to um Miss Taylor Swift because before I joined this, I – was giving myself my own little concert and I made it through three songs and I am now out of breath. She made it through three hours of a concert. So I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so if I sound short of breath, that is why. <laughs> I I had the impromptu idea at like 752 to all of a sudden <laughs> break out the T Swift. <laughs> but we are alive and well well greg before we start i have a confession to make (laughs) oh yeah you have not heard this confession yet this will be new to everybody the only people that know about this are my parents (laughs) and waffles (laughs) so usually every week i post a video with waffles pick of the week and that is to show that what he picked is what he indeed picked this last week he picked the sunflower showdown so kansas and kansas state i posted him in kansas gear i did not post a video which nobody called out (laughs) and i'd like to come clean waffles actually got the pick right this week he actually picked kansas state (laughs) and i just skipped over that part like oh (laughs) <laughs> and posted him wearing a Kansas hat. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I will be posting his video from now on, but um, for any of you thinking that Waffles is no longer a psychic, he actually is. It's just his mother could not tolerate him picking Kansas <laughs> State. <laughs> I think I literally went, to... oh, that's bad, <laughs> and then I turned the video off. You're going to have to start doing it live, so that way people... Uh... <laughs> know that the integrity is still there i usually post a video and then like post it underneath the picture but i just couldn't pick i just couldn't post the video this time and like i even tried to refilm it and like see if you would pick a different color tennis ball this week right thinking okay mm-hmm. maybe you'll pick kansas and then i can just use that video but he would not pick it was only that one video he would pick. The rest of it, he was like, no, because he knew I was like, he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not participating in your games. I'm not going to pre- <laughs> play this game. <laughs> so Waffles got the pick right, kind of like I did. He, in fact, did pick Kansas State, even though I said he picked Kansas. <laughs> I do have Is the video gonna, to prove it. <laughs> are, you, are you renaming him Bosco? <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot about that horrible but. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, it's, it there are reasons why he, I said he picked Kansas. And he was almost, well, I, I my lie was almost correct. 
but unfortunately so maybe for a good chuckle i will post the actual video of him picking the lavender ball and me just being utterly shocked and devastated and needing a gurpy socks vacation for the fact that he picked the wildcats to win my dog is in fact a psychic (laughs) did you watch that game i did of course i watched it it was disappointing to say the least i uh, then got on twitter after and um it made me angry (laughs) so (laughs) i had to go to bed (laughs) they were showing parts of it in the stadium during like tv timeouts and stuff oh yeah because you didn't get to see it you were at the texas iowa state game right yeah so they were I mean, they, they kind of flash the scores on parts of the scoreboard, but during, like, TV timeouts, they'll show the other Big 12 games. That way people can kind of stay, like, in their seat or whatever. And so I got to see bits and pieces of it. I saw it was back and forth, but Kansas State just kind of came out. and Honestly, it wasn't even it that there. Kansas State was good. It was that Kansas played themselves, and they made too many mistakes. I mean, they had a muffed punt. They threw a pick in the end zone. When at that point it was like, all right, that's game over. Yeah, you can't turn the ball over against Kansas State. They'll make you pay for that. Yeah, I'll be curious to see. I mean, they, I've seen them say that they're going to come into Ames and just absolutely whoop the ass of Iowa State. We'll see if that's true because they've been very inconsistent this season. Except and, for that game's in Manhattan. So. Well, and I'd also like to point out, <laughs> Kansas was on... Okay, people are going to be like, you're underestimating the quarterback by saying this and not giving him his credit. I am not. I'm just saying, this guy is a true freshman, third-string walk-on quarterback, okay? We are on our third quarterback for the year. And you're bragging about a small victory. Hey, win's a win. No. Yes. No. (laughs) Yes. I, I did, in fact, turn on the Texas-Iowa State game after, though, I will say. I watched the end of that. That obviously yeah. didn't go well either. Yeah, Texas's defensive line is just ridiculously good. Yeah. I think that if they get into the playoff, they might make the championship just because they have the horses and Stark's a, an elite play caller. He kind of knows, like, when to gamble and when to like set up plays and stuff. It's this just unfortunately... as, long, as long as his players don't screw it up. Uh, I mean, he calls a pretty flawless game most of the time. So, well, this unfortunately was just another one of those weeks where nobody wanted to win. Like Oklahoma was like handing the game to BYU, and they were like, "Nah, never mind." Yeah, we had that game on in the tailgate lot. And we were so confused because, like, we were just kind of watching it, and then we came back from halftime, and then Dylan Gabriel wasn't in there, and then the, you know, we eventually found out he had a concussion or whatever. But then it seemed like BYU was, you know, they were driving and they were down on the goal line, and they threw that hundred yard pick six. Like, I think they were you were either tied or they were gonna tie it up, and they threw that hundred yard pick six. It was just like it, like you said. It seemed like no team wanted to actually win. It was just no, no, no one did. I mean, even Oklahoma State was losing to Houston for a good chunk, and during that game, I mean, they've sucked at basketball this year too so far. Oh, although they gosh. announced that they won a cross country <laughs> championship that um, that day, and I was like, oh, I guess they've given up basketball and football for cross country now. Oh, they're they're like a top five cross country program in the in the nation. They got a really good program down there. But apparently they can only have one sport at once because I thought Houston was going to beat them. They they did eventually come back. Yeah. And Texas but Tech ended up beating UCF. That was my only loss last week on our picks. And that game was close too. I picked UCF as well. And that actually made me happy that Texas Tech won it. They made towels with the possum on it. And they had a possum mascot at the game. Did they? Did you end up getting one? Anybody find you one? Um, somebody said they were going to get me one. We'll see if it's true. Yeah. If they do, I will cry. 
they haven't lost. They haven't lost since that possum ran on the field. I know, and now they have to play Texas. I hope they beat Texas. Oh, me too. I hope they release like a hundred possums on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I would say, replace your mascot with the possum if their mascot was like a shitty mascot. But to be honest, I really like Raider Red. I think he looks like a Muppet, and I love the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> he's always looked like a Muppet to me <laughs> and like I growing up I just absolutely love the Muppets like Chicky and the Basky all the all the fun Muppets like who does not love the Muppets so I personally have a thing for Raider Red I would like him to stay the mascot but I would also like to add a possum mascot Raider Red and the great Texas Tech Possum. Well, you could have two. I mean, like, you got Big J and Little J for Kansas and Oklahoma. You mean Big J and Baby J? That, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Little uh, J. <laughs> same thing. Uh, what? Oklahoma has Boomer and Sooner, the two horse mascots. And technically, um, Texas, they have a live Longhorn and a costumed one a lot of schools have that but there's there's our name something different like the um real one is named bevo bevo i don't know how you say it bevo whatever nobody could care less than me um and the mascot one is actually named hook'em really just in case you didn't know that when i did my mascot bracket challenge this summer i looked up all of the names and made sure i used the appropriate costumed mascot name instead of the live mascot name so yes their mascot is indeed named hook'em that's dumb i I just don't get why they also don't call it bevo bevo bovo bozo (laughs) i'm feeling (laughs) i'm feeling great today Bevo. <laughs> That's too close to the Oregon State Beavers. I don't want to associate him with them. I actually kind of like them. Yeah. And then you have the old rivalry between Cincinnati and West Virginia. I've we been tr- trusting we- the climb all year. We trusted Y'all the climb. Fools not to trust the climb. Me <laughs> and Cyclone Larry have been trusting the climb. And I think we are the only two people that have been trusting the climb. And somehow it is working. <laughs> is that all the games? Or BYU and Oklahoma, Texas, or TCU? Baylor, and... TCU, TCU. Yeah, oh my god! Destroyed Baylor. I, I said last week, I think Baylor essentially gave up on the season. And I think they're just trying to limp into this weekend, lose, and then fire Randa Sunday morning. I'll be I'll be curious what happens. I mean, I think both TCU and Baylor are angry at their coaching staffs. I, TCU doesn't like theirs either. I've heard rumblings on. Well, Twitter. they don't they don't like uh, the offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles. Nobody likes the Bryles family. Let's be honest here. Right, and then Baylor, they want to hire the. Texas San Antonio coach Jeff Trailer, but Texas A&M also wants to hire him. So I think Baylor fans are getting antsy. They want to get rid of Aranda so they could try to like hire Trailer before te- Texas A&M does. So it'll be I, interesting. I do have disappointing news that I saw as well. That made me sad after I hyped this guy up all season. Well, until he like broke his leg. Did you see Texas Tech's quarterback? The Blink-182 loving quarterback is entering the transfer portal. Okay, so, yeah, I saw that. He's got another year at least. Um, him and Cam Rising from Utah are coming back next year, right? Where whoever, Wherever Tyler Shuck goes, Cam Rising's at Utah. They were both in the same high school recruiting class as... Zach Wilson and Brock Purdy. <laughs> Those guys yeah. will be in college. Brock Purdy will be in his third season in the NFL. Zach Wilson being his fourth season in the NFL at that point. I did see um I think it was Raider Ty posted earlier today, like asking how many years of eligibility 
Tyler Shaw has left because of um, how many years he's played. And going to go figure it out and look at it, I mean, this should be his last season that he can play as a grad transfer. Mm-hmm. Well, because he, he missed, he missed uh, a couple seasons due to injury, and so it's all He's about... been hurt, like, every year. Yeah. That's what you. That's why you can't rely on him. Yeah, but he sings. He sings "I Miss You" by Blink One Eighty Two, and so. Well, he I'm should continue doing that because that way he can't get hurt. Maybe he should just take up like a a Blink One Eighty Two tribute band. As, I'd go like, see his, it. Instead of going out and losing football games. I I would go see it, and I'd bring him a possum as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> There are possums all over my neighborhood. I'll just bring one before my dogs get it. Oh, God. <laughs> and then also this week, we had basketball. My favorite season of the year. It's the only thing during the winter that gives me some amount of serotonin and makes me happy. I love basketball season. It looks like most of the teams in the Big 12 look pretty strong, except for Oklahoma State. They're the only disappointing team right now. And West Virginia hasn't looked great either, but I also feel bad for them. Yeah, they they were kind of dealt a, a bad hand with Huggy Bear getting fired and then trying to incorporate some new transfers, and some of them aren't getting – uh, their waiver uh, approved, and well, then they Kirk, lost Kirk the Carisa, too. Yeah, Kirk Carissa being suspended, and they had a couple guys transfer out. So, like, I figured they would probably struggle this year, but I didn't see Oklahoma State struggling like they are. Like, that's the only one that isn't meeting the expectations that I thought going into the season. Well, in West Virginia too, they lost some of their transfers as well and some of their players due to everything that happened. Like, for example, when I was at the Kansas-Kentucky game, one of the players that stuck out to me on Kentucky was Trey Mitchell. I remember seeing him play and be like, I've heard that name before. Like, is that like another guy named after an NBA player? Like, I I recognize that name. And I thought about it for a while. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He was supposed to play for West Virginia this year, and he left after everything happened with Huggins. And I believe he also played for Texas before that. Yeah. And he's been good on Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky hasn't been, like, amazing. Like, yesterday they were kind of embarrassing. But um, but he's been good. And so I feel for West Virginia when I see people that they're supposed to have do well on other teams. Granted, that doesn't mean those players would have been just as good um, on another team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be the way Kentucky's offense is set up, their coaching, whatnot. But it's sad to see talent that they could have had and West Virginia could have had this all-star team just kind of fade away into oblivion. Yeah. That's where I'm like kind of giving them a break, but I mean, Mike Boynton, explain yourself. Why are you, are, why do you already have three losses with one of them at home? It's and, and it's not like they're losing the good teams either. You know, it's no. not like they have like a, a loaded non-conference and they just happen to run into a bunch of losses. They just, he's going to get fired. He's he's going to get fired. It's going to be, it's going to be a disappointing day. And by the way, did you also see, I mean, this is not related to Big 12, but it kind of is in a sense. Mm-hmm. Kansas wins tonight against Marquette. Right now, Purdue is playing Tennessee. If Kansas wins against Marquette, they will play the winner of that Purdue-Tennessee game. Remember last week when I went on my rant about seeing Hunter Dickinson against Zach Eady? Yeah. Thought that couldn't happen till March Madness. Well, well, folks, might, you might see might it tomorrow happen. or <laughs> whatever. I can't remember. Do they play the championship tomorrow or is it later in the week? I think it's tomorrow. I always get, I always get so confused with these uh, Thanksgiving week tournaments because some of them start early and then some of them don't start till Thursday, and so it's just kind of it's hard to get my bearings straight on who plays when. 
Well, and some of them are shorter than others as well. Right. Like Maui is a three-game set, while some of the smaller ones, you're only playing two games because you play a bunch of campus games and stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been an odd thing to watch, but um, Kansas also brought out their Maui Invitational. Well, their Maui, I forget what they called it, the scrimmage uniforms that they wore against Illinois for the Invitational. The ones and that I thought to those. Were... Yes. Oh, that'd be cool. And I thought. I didn't put two and two together. I thought those uniforms were just strictly for their charity scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they were going to also wear them for this invitational. And so, yeah, they're going to auction them off, worn jerseys by each of the players. I believe there's also a Bill Self one as well, um, which is great for charity. Yeah, but- that when they're game-worn, like, if they go out and win the Maui, like, you know – they played a pretty tough schedule in the Maui Invitational so far. You know, they'll probably play most likely Purdue. And so they'd face two top five teams on the way to a championship. You do that and you auction that off, that's going to bring in a lot of money for the uh, Maui relief. Here's my issue with that, Greg. Uh-oh. Every single time I look at those jerseys, I hear in the back of my head, I L L. Oh God! And it gives what, me flashbacks. <laughs> you want to hear? A fun, you want to hear a funny story about that? <laughs> yes, please make it funny because mine is not. <laughs> so, I was at uh, a Thanksgiving tournament for Iowa State years ago when Matt Thomas was still on the team, and they were playing Illinois in the championship. You know, so I got to hear that chant a million times throughout the game. Matt, Tom- we were sitting by Matt Thomas's cousin, and this Illinois fan kept screaming that in his ear, and he tried to fight him in the middle of this gym in Northwest Florida because the guy just kept screaming I L L in his ear. My parents texted that to me after Illinois beat Kansas. My mom, I all of a sudden get a text that says I L L, and I just sent back I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been a rough <laughs> a rough few weeks since then. We've won every single game, but that scrimmage still haunts me. And then when I see those jerseys and it reminds me of it, it's just you Yeah, know it's what? a it's a scrimmage for a reason. It doesn't count. Yeah, but you know what? That was my Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl, Greg. <laughs> so you've lost two Super Bowls this year. I I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> For that game like my entire life <clears throat> so it was um sad but i'm hoping that they win the maui invitational and they take back the great things about the spongebob jerseys <laughs> and i hope they raise a lot of money <laughs> i hope bill self wears like a hawaiian shirt tomorrow night or tonight all the coaches did for the scrimmages KU was the only team that had special jerseys for the scrimmages, but all the teams wore Hawaiian shirts while their coaches did. Did he get a uh, festive Hawaiian toupee to wear out there, too? You just love going on about his toupee, (laughs) which somebody got very upset about you making a joke about the other week. I just want people to know, I don't think Bill Self has a toupee, but it's just an (laughs) internet meme. It's kind of like the Craig James killed five hookers. Uh, meme that came about during the Mike Leach firing from Texas Tech. Like, it's just funny. People I mean, I told her... you the other week when I was at the KU game that my dad just kept telling me that Bill Self was in the Big J costume. When he, <laughs> <out> <laughs> he kept just leaning over in my ear and be like, Bill's going to pop out of there anytime now. <laughs> That'd actually be really funny. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of agreed at that. Like, I was like, "All right, you know what? I wouldn't be mad about that." But he was screwing with me, so it'd be yeah. funny if like he was in that, and then the team's out there warming up, and everybody's wondering where Bill's at. And then, he was like, not out there. Everybody else was out there, and like right? I, I and had then, like, like nosebleed seats. So the way that we were checking, because I am wearing contacts that are like from so many eye checks ago. That I don't even know what prescription these contacts are anymore. I cannot see shit. And I had seats that were almost in the back wall. And so the way that we were trying to see people is I was using my 
phone and like scrolling in, like zooming in on the camera. And we couldn't find Bill. <laughs> and then he came out he... and he actually went up to the Kentucky team virtually and it was really awkward. It just would have been funny if like the Big J went over to like the coach's box and then pulled the head off and it was Bill. It's like, all right, let's coach this. <laughs> it was it was great when he finally came out. I was happy. And now, you know what, we will get to our things that we are thankful for this year. But first, a moment for Jeff's Pizza Shop in Ames. Um, Jeff's Pizza Shop sponsors Waffles Pick of the Week. And for his Game of the Week this week, it is going to be Farmageddon, so Iowa State at Kansas State. And for this week's picks... Instead of choosing something off their menu, everyone from Jeff's Pizza wants to let you know that they are thankful for all of you. If you need something as a change of pace this weekend after all of the turkey, just use the code BIG12AD to save 12% off your entire order. We love Jeff's. They are our favorite. Isn't that right, Craig? I might have to get some this weekend. I'm going to get sick of Thanksgiving food. Send me a picture, please. I will. I'll I'll be very jealous. And you know what? To talk about the things we were thankful for, we'll go first before we get to the schools. <laughs> I have two things that I'm thankful for. What's that? You know what? I have a lot of things I'm thankful for. This podcast, Greg, you, everybody who listens to our podcast, 1012 for hosting the podcast, Jeff's Pizza Shop and Ames, and my friend Michael, who runs the social media through Jeff's, as well as Charlie Hustle for sponsoring our podcast, as well as unrelated note to the on an unrelated note to the podcast, um, my the fact that we have college basketball back. Kansas basketball, I've watched since I was a little kid, and being able to watch basketball every single year it's something I look forward to when the season ends I get very very sad when it comes back it's it's all I do 24 7 is watch basketball so getting to watch Bill Self still coach I mean growing up loving Kirk Heinrich and I mean I remember watching Kirk Heinrich on the Bulls and I was adopted as a kid and I didn't really know much about where I came from or anything other than I that I came from the state of Kansas and I remember seeing on the screen that Kirk Heinrich played at Kansas, and he was number 12, and that was my basketball number. He was number 10 at Kansas, but he was number 12 on the Bulls. And I'm like, you know what? I like Kansas now. I like Kansas because he's number 12, and he's from Kansas. He's actually from Iowa, by the way, but he yeah. played Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, it all, that's how it all started, that I was like, I'm going to watch Kansas basketball for the rest of my life, and that's what happened. Um, so I am thankful for yet another year of the greatest basketball team on earth and getting to see them in person this year, getting to see Bill South before I got killed by something flying at my car. <laughs> I made it there. almost didn't, but I did. <laughs> and so have yourself a very happy holiday and a great basketball season. What about you, Greg? What are you personally thankful for this season? I'm uh, just thankful for all the friends we've met through this podcast. Like a couple of them are on here right now, like Ryan from our Houston fan and Dolly, our UCF fan. We uh, got to know them pretty well. And you know, thankful for Jeff's Pizza sponsoring us and Charlie Hustle sponsoring us and 1012 Network. And obviously, I'm thankful for you, Brittany, for having this idea. It gives us a little bit of an outlet to talk about sports and other things. So, um, yeah, I would say that's that's about yeah, it right now. I made a TikTok because last year I did a TikTok and it was like all of the era, eras of that year. So it was like Maid of Honor era, Heartbreak era, all these things. And so this one I had the podcast logo on my 2023 eras and it was like, this is the era of me finding an excuse to talk to myself for an hour every week. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we got those out of the way, do you want to hear my list of everything every team is thankful for? I'm a little bit afraid. Not going <laughs> to lie. I'm going to preface it that Joe Goodman, Baylor fan Joe Goodman, helped me on a couple of these. 
Uh, I had to get some outside perspective. He's a friend of the pod. He hosts the Barrett in Pod on the 1012 Network, and he's been a close friend of mine for the last three years. So Let's, uh, let's hear it. Make sure you don't leave one out. Do you need me to name the schools so you don't no, forget I, I got. I, I actually did my homework, and I wrote them down, and I'm going to do them in alphabetical order. Are we going to make a song? No. <laughs> okay. I see this guy on TikTok who turns everything into a song to remember it, and that's just now what this is reminding me of. So I All might right. make a song. Ba- Baylor football fans, this year you are thankful for getting to play on ESPN so much, ESPN <laughs> Plus so much, that the whole world didn't see how bad you were. Don't forget that they also have Baylor Plus, apparently. <laughs> and Baylor Plus now, yes. Uh, BYU, they're thankful for their uh, wholesome fans who aren't going to leave their cheer in the further school despite how bad they are this year. And they also give away ice cream. I and love ice cream BYU and brownies. Yes, they, they're wholesome fans. I can't make fun of them. By the way, so guys, nice. too, there's a guy who interviews students from BYU on TikTok and asks them, we're like, have you ever drank alcohol? Have you ever watched an R-rated movie? It's the most interesting thing you will ever see. They constantly come up on my For You page, and I will share one on here. But <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Cincinnati fans, you're thankful that somehow your season still isn't dis- as disappointing as the Bengals. <laughs> Iowa State fans, you are thankful for that Ohio game fan that told Campbell he's in the hot seat. Because I think that's what spurred Campbell to actually change some of his ways. Did you see after they were losing that somebody was like, bring that guy back? Yeah. <laughs> he's, in, he's in Ames every week, too. <laughs> uh, Kansas fans, you're thankful for basketball season finally being here to distract you from the mishap that was known as the JD6 Heisman season. Oh, God. <laughs> There's some recordings out there of me saying he was going to be the Heisman winner this year, so I'll just hope right past that. (laughs) Kansas State fans, you're thankful for being the only school in Division I football that have two home stadiums. That's another shot at you Kansas fans, if I have to spell it out and write it in crayon for you. (laughs) Write it in crayon? (laughs) Wow. Oklahoma fans, you're thankful for Texas being your sugar daddy and taking you to the SEC. Especially after this year. They crush and burn. Oklahoma State fans, you're thankful for winning the last bedlam and you have, having forever scoreboard. Despite both their, <laughs> despite basketball season they, now being they, permanently over for them. Well, I mean, we got we got stocking stuffers around Christmas time. I'm going to hammer on basketball then. <laughs> TCU fans, you're thankful that chicken wings aren't served at Thanksgiving, unlike this college football playoff championship game. Oh, dear. (laughs) Texas fans, you're thankful for Brees Hall because his quote about five-star culture beats five-star players still lives in your head rent-free four years later. (laughs) Texas Tech fans, I've skipped UCF. I'll come back to them. And I skipped Houston. They're at the bottom of my list. I had to move them because I had to write out longer. So Texas Tech fans, you're thankful for the rally possum for saving your season despite everybody convincing themselves that you were going to win the Big 12. <laughs> I had them winning like, no, no, I had them winning three games and then I had them winning the Big 12 at some point because they convinced me. They are by far the most convincing fan base on this app. <laughs> they are very positive about their team despite – Possum positivity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, West Virginia fans, you are thankful for the soft Big 12 schedule to allow you to still trust the climb and continue <laughs> to employ a very underwhelming coach. They make me feel like I actually know like that I'm doing well on my bets each week because I get that one right. <laughs> Houston fans. You were thankful you got to play Rice this year, because even though you lost, you still got to spend some time in the nice part of Houston for once. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, UCF fans, you're thankful for Scott Frost in 2017, because without that, you're just USF Orlando campus. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) 
you know what? I'm really looking forward to if they get a USF in a bowl game that I keep seeing, like the Gasparilla Bowl or whatever it's going to be. I want to see that. I'll be wearing my Citronaut t-shirt and cheering hard for UCF. despite Despite Alex Golish being the USF head coach. I, I'm riding strong with my brothers in Orlando. I will say, though, the USF Twitter fans are actually funny and kind of no, nice. Not. No, they're not. They were this summer when they were beef. You know what? It was probably because UCF fans, we were all ticked off at them originally because of the whole Cyclone Larry thing. And seeing somebody else make fun of UCF was kind of funny. But I haven't really encountered them since. No, I I hardly ever see USF fans, and I haven't had a positive experience with them yet. So, <laughs> And I will say, too, as an extra um, thing to be thankful for, Iowa State, you're thankful. That you beat the floor of zero wins and the, ce- the ceiling of four wins this season. <laughs> because I am still getting shit about that to this day. I still have people in my mentions barking at me saying, she said we weren't going to win a single game this year. Well, next year, all those people ask them what their prediction is next year. And then when they get it wrong, start doing it back to them. At least you put your name on your prediction. I am sorry that I am not as psychic as my dog. Okay? (laughs) I am not a mind reader. I made my predictions in June and then other ones in August before the games started. (laughs) (laughs) And none of y'all actually listened to that podcast because the headline said zero wins. I said between zero and four, which, by the way, you guys have won six which is only two more it's not that dramatically different and i don't think you're going to beat kansas state this weekend but as i said back then i hope i am wrong (laughs) (laughs) well greg would you like to do our picks of the week this week yes let's talk about them should we start with our uh thursday game for friday games i guess we have two friday games we have tcu at oklahoma You know, I really want to pick TCU here, but I'm going to have to go Oklahoma. But my thinking is, is if all the teams that are five and six win this weekend, the Big 12 would get 11 teams bowl eligible, which is crazy out of 14. But I'm going with Oklahoma. I think I'm going to have to pick Oklahoma. But I could see TCU's been weird. Like Yeah, they're like some days they look amazing and then some days they just are bad. Well remember the very first game when they lost to Colorado and everybody's like, TCU sucks. And then Colorado was really good. So TCU's loss actually didn't even look that bad. And then Colorado started sucking and then TCU's loss to them looked awful and they played awful. I remember I kicked Baylor's ass last week. So I don't really know. I know I'm not allowed to say this because we're on the final week, but I don't really know what to do with TCU. I'm kind of hoping that they beat Oklahoma and clap back at the people who made fun of them for losing to Colorado barely at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the year. But I also think it would be funny if they lost their season the same way that they started it. Yeah. But I'm going to have to pick Oklahoma. I don't think Oklahoma loses. They've embarrassed themselves enough. My question is, is if is Dylan Gabriel going to be okay, you know? I, I hope so, because I thought he was Heisman material, to be honest. And I was kind of surprised to see him not listed, like, in polls on Twitter when it was like, who do you think is going to win the Heisman this year? And he was never one of, like, the four options from people posting. I thought he looked good. He looked real good at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think he has another year of eligibility, and so he could probably be in that short list next year if he comes back. But I would say I'm not sure if he'd come back for Oklahoma, but since they're going to the SEC, he might. Yeah. So we're right. both picking Oklahoma. Then we have yep. Texas Tech at Texas. I think Texas is going to win, but I don't care. I am picking Texas Tech. They're the only hope. Texas am... Tech, pass them on. Yeah, I am... I think Texas wins, but I'm picking the rally possum. They're gonna the send Texas. Possums. They're 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 gonna send 
Texas to the SEC with a loss. God, I hope so. I really, really, really hope so. And then we have on Saturday, we start the day with Houston at the bounce house at UCF. It would make UCF bowl eligible. At this point, Houston doesn't have the ability to be bowl eligible. Right. Um, I'm going to go with UCF. Mainly, the my main thinking is they're playing at home on senior day for bowl eligibility, and Houston can't go to a bowl. And so, I mean, unless Houston, like, has some bad blood towards UCF, not saying they're going to mail it in, but, I mean, UCF's going to have a different gear, so I'm picking UCF. Which, by the way, guys, TCU is also bowl eligible if they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, I just don't see it happening, though. That's, That's the thing is... They're so up and down, I can't pick TCU in my heart. (laughs) Houston has been, like, the king of surprises this year. Yeah. They're almost like TCU in the fact that some days they look great and some days they don't. It just depends on which one you get that day. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really see tons of upsets this week. And so I feel like I have to throw one in. You already threw Texas Tech in. Yeah, but we know we don't actually believe that. We just want that to happen, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, Texas Tech. But I, you know what? You're going to win because I said you're going to win. Um, I'm going to pick Houston just because I think that could be just a random kind of we screwed you over. We're a space school. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like another space. Another space. uh Space Plane, race, whatever, yeah. yeah. That'd be actually be a really cool uh, rivalry for those two to have, like the space game against each other every and year. Just, you know? Yeah, I think starting a rivalry by screwing them out of a bowl game would be very interesting. I, I'm not saying I want it to happen. I'm just saying it could happen. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Houston. I mean, I'm gonna go with Houston. All right. BYU <laughs> at Oklahoma State. As much as I want to pick BYU and I want to see their fans. And by the way, they're, they're also playing for bowl eligibility. Yeah, they're five and six. As much as I want to see their fans happy, Oklahoma State's playing for a spot in the Big 12 title at this point. And it's, you know, they're at home. I saw what Iowa State's offensive line and running backs did to BYU's defense. What's Ollie Gordon going to do? Is he going to go for 300 against BYU? Like, I don't even think this game's going to be close. I think Oklahoma State's going to win. They've they've kind of had games where they play like they don't want it. But at the same time, I think that at this point, even if, even if somehow they end up, like, tied at a certain point or down by a certain point, I think they'll rally and come back and win. Oklahoma State's favored by 17 in this game, and I would still bet Oklahoma State to cover that. I would bet it all the way up to 20 and a half. I think all this Oklahoma State's going to run away with this game. I hope they do to keep Texas and Oklahoma out of the championship. Well, Texas is pretty much a foregone conclusion unless TCU wins, Texas Tech wins, Iowa State wins, Houston wins. Like, it's you got to have like. We all can the hope and pray, Greg. Yeah, we hope can. But I want to see Oklahoma because I think Oklahoma State could actually beat Texas in the Big 12 title game. Well, and then we have West Virginia at Baylor. Baylor is playing with Cincinnati for... They're both at three wins and eight losses this season. They're both at the bottom. I think West Virginia will drag Baylor at home, at Baylor's home. Baylor's already given up in the season. West Virginia, congrats on your eight-win season. And it'll be great because West Virginia is who we projected being the bottom of the Big 12, and it's going to be Baylor. (laughs) Yeah. Kansas at Cincinnati. I'm picking Kansas. Once again, Cincinnati's 3-8, and just like Baylor is. Kansas will be playing for eight wins. I don't see Kansas losing to Cincinnati. I'm picking Cincinnati. Kansas lost their Super Bowl last week, and they're not really playing for anything. Cincinnati's playing for pride. 
I disagree. They're playing for a better bowl game. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not going to get selected ahead of like somebody like Iowa State. Somebody like Iowa State. Yeah, whatever, Greg. Baylor or Kansas. <laughs> I forget who said it. It might have been Ozzy. It might have been Adam Tritt. But they earlier in the season called Kansas the future guaranteed rate bowl champs. And that's what it's still going to happen. Oh, yeah, I did see that. It was Adam. <laughs> That's funny, because he called that back in, like, June. I I think Kansas is a win. There's no way Cincinnati wins. I think you're crazy. There's no way. Okay, I'm marking that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the game that I will take a video and post it. And not lie about it this time. <laughs> you know what? This is a house of doctors. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't let him pick Kansas State over Kansas. I couldn't admit it to myself. <laughs> you just, I was in you, denial. <laughs> you're just afraid of Waffles' ball-knowing knowledge. <laughs> I, I am when he picks schools that I don't like. <laughs> but you know what? If he picks Kansas State, I, I agree with him. I think he'll be <laughs> correct. So. I'm going to pick Kansas State. So I did a guest hit on Bosco's boys. Um, they're, I think the podcast is getting released tomorrow. Previewing this game as their Iowa State guest. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think Kansas State wins this game by four scores, honestly. You get- I mean, it'll, de- it'll depend on if they play like a Big 12 championship contender, which they've had some games like that, or whether they just kind of are neutral in their game. I mean, like I said, I watched the game against Kansas. They did not look that great. They really didn't. It was so, Kansas's game to lose. My my reasoning is, is Kansas State can run the ball really, really well. They might have the, the best or the second best offensive line in the league, depending on how you look at metrics. But and Iowa State you, has a great defense. Yeah, but we all uh, – Malik Verdon probably won't play. I think he broke his arm against Texas, and he's really uh, integral in the run-stop defense. What about TJ Tampa? Spot. He's a corner. He doesn't – He he's on the outside. Verdon is safety that comes down and plays in the box. Uh, I think with him out, Kansas State is just – and it's going to be snowing and cold – Kansas State, senior day, still playing for Big 12 title. Like I said, I think Kansas State wins this by three or four scores, and it's not even close. Like, the score might look closer than it actually is. I'll be interested to see if they play Will Howard the entire game or if they put Avery Johnson in, because tons of people were um, cheering for Avery to be put in against Kansas, and they kept Will Howard in the entire game. Avery is an elite athlete. They should be getting him snaps every game. And they weren't. I, and Will Howard I don't was looking about, bad. And then all of a sudden, Will Howard would like have a great play, and it was like, oh, never mind. I don't give a shit about red shirts. If you got an athlete like that, he needs to be on the field. He's he's really good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think if they put him in, they'll win by four scores, like you said. I think yeah. if they – I still think they'll win regardless, but I think it'll be closer if they start and play Will Howard throughout the entire game. Like I saw the – the last time I saw the line, Kansas was favored by 12, and I would hammer that – or Kansas State was favored by 12. I would hammer that line all day, every day. I screenshotted the schedule at 8 p.m., and they are favored by 9.5. What? Yes, if, so it dropped. Money, money machine is going to go burr if you uh, bet Kansas State minus <laughs> go and burr. And a half. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Kansas State is winning that game by double digits at least. Well, like, obviously not by dead at least, but uh, they're they're winning it by no less than 14. I'm telling you right now. I'll be referring all the Iowa State fans to you when they come for our HUD. 
about Caleb, Caleb's disagreeing with me for some reason. I'm giving his team praise and he's disagreeing with me. Caleb shares a brain with me. Okay. We share a brain. We say That's the same thing thought. at the same time all the time. That's a he scary is realistic, thought. Greg. <laughs> See? Gave him a hundred. We share a brain. I told you. I think, I think that's why Caleb and I get along because we're both like realists about our teams, but we're also like skeptic and like kind of naturally pessimist about our teams. Greg, you are not a pessimist about Iowa State. You are a homer. No, not really. Yeah, you're a homer here. Who picked Kansas or who picked Iowa State to win last week and who picked them to lose? That's what I thought. I mean, <laughs> oh, Caleb's requesting to come on and talk. You know what? I'll let Caleb on. Caleb's my favorite. He'll be a great guest for this week. Hi, Caleb. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm I'm just fantastic. How are you, Brittany? I'm so great. I was just telling Greg, as you probably heard, that we share brains. That you agree with every single thing I say. That we right? hive mind all the time. <laughs> that's a scary thought no but uh when i when i saw the line come out greg i immediately mm-hmm. put money on iowa state plus 12 i don't know what it's at now but i have iowa state plus 12 it's like down to nine and a half now oh uh, yeah i mean it's yeah, gonna it's... be a one score game farmageddon is always a one score game huh. but uh, God, i don't believe that just because iowa state is dealing with injuries with one of our better defenders right now and it won't matter. That's what I so the linebacker, right? Uh he's like a hybrid safety slash linebacker. Yeah. I think he broke his forearm last week. Fuck. That's no good. Like well, he was trying to Taylor. punch the ball out and then like he was down on the field, he came off holding his arm and then he went back to the locker room and never came back. Oh so, wow. Caleb, what's your opinion on the outcome of the game if Will Howard plays the entire game or if Avery Johnson gets to play some of the game? Well, I uh, first of all, I, I am very, very excited about the future of Avery Johnson. I love Avery Johnson, but I don't know if you guys have seen, but I'm very, very partial to Will. I, I love Will more than I love myself. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been seeing you hyping Will up all week, and I actually appreciate that because a lot of teams, namely the Iowa Hawkeyes, they always shit on their starting quarterback, and it's always the next big thing is going to be the better player, and they never really give like the guy that did the legwork for their team any props. And you've been—it's refreshing to see a team like respect a player that's been there for four years playing well. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. And and to be honest, um, most of uh, most of uh, K State Nation is not um, in agreement with me, or has been <laughs> fair to this year. So we're not any different than anyone else. But what I <laughs> say, what what you just said there, um, I I know for a fact that Avery Johnson is going to be a better player than Will Howard. But I mean, I. I've my mom went to K State. I've been a K State fan my whole life. I've seen three Big Twelve championships, and one of them was one hundred percent because of Will Howard taking over. So I will always be partial to him. I always appreciate him. He had every chance. He had a hundred chances to say, "Fuck this! The fans hate me. I'm transferring. I don't want to be here anymore." And he stuck it out. So I'm. I will always be partial to him and always love him. Um, with that said. I think Avery's going to play in this game because of what you guys were saying earlier. It's going to be crappy weather, snow, and we're going to have to run the ball. Um, windy. So we're going to have to run the ball, and that screams Avery. And really the only reason that – the only reason that Avery hasn't – like, like I don't think that people understand that Avery actually has probably a better arm than Will. Definitely stronger. Um. But he's just not with him being 18 years old. He's just not as far along in the playbook as Will is. Right, so, like reading defenses and stuff. Right, right. So that's why he's, he's been logical. 
that's why he's been used as like basically a glorified wildcat quarterback this year, more or less. But he, he's like a, a better athletic version of Colin Klein. Pretty much, except he's going to be able to throw the ball way better than Colin. With respect to Colin, Colin, Colin right. could throw the, Colin could throw the ball well, but goddamn, it was ugly. He had horrible throwing motion. I remember so uh, same same recruiting class. JJ Cole, Iowa State's freshman backup quarterback, huh? was in the he was in the Elite Eleven with Avery, uh-huh. and I was watching it and I was like, man, this Avery kid's got an arm. And I'm like, where is he committed to? And then I saw his K State. I was like, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> we got we got super lucky with him. He he so he he's from Wichita. Grew up a huge K State fan. His like his like idol is Colin Klein. Like he he grew up like idolizing Colin wanted to play quarterback for K-State. So he would in basically any other situation, he would not be at K-State. He would be like, you know, a big time, big name program. Um, we, we really lucked out with him. Um, but I mean, that like, you know, next year he's going to be the guy, but I'm, I will's got to start this game. It's senior day. It's the last home game. Will's ever going to play. And honestly, you know, outside of Oklahoma State this year, Will's played really good football. Like, so I I think Will starts and Will probably plays the majority of the game. But I I would almost guarantee that you see Avery just because the conditions are going to call for running the ball. Right. Well, and Caleb, I've got two questions for you too before we sign off. Go on. Who do you think played better last week, Kansas or Kansas State? <laughs> <laughs> uh Caleb hates me right now. <laughs> I would say I would say KU played better, but at the end of the day the better team won. And I think any computer metrics you want to look at or anything else would would say that too. Um and you know what I I'd also say not to get on too much of a tangent, but for what it's worth, you know, KU lost to Tech last week because they were already preparing for K-State and they ran an entirely different offense with Ballard and the Wildcat stuff than they had ran the entire year. Like, they literally wrote up a whole new playbook and cost themselves a game to Tech to lose to K-State by four. So, um, but yeah, KU KU did play better. KU did play better. Um, You know, we got lucky, but, you know, 15 in a row. And then my final question for you, Caleb. Go Do you on. like corn or wheat better? <laughs> I got hey, you know, uh, humans can't humans can't even digest corn, so I I gotta go with wheat. Yeah, but wheat's so poisonous. There's a half the world can't have it because of celiac disease. Okay, but like if you were getting tacos, <laughs> would you get corn tortillas or would you? Get oh wheat man, tortillas? here we go. Corn and flour. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Caleb would get corn tortillas. That's not what I said. <laughs> that is what you said, otherwise you would have said it. <laughs> well, I mean, I would plead the fifth also. So you we all we all know we all know which one's better. We all know which one. <laughs> Y'all are picking each other's teams. Greg would pick flour tortillas. Caleb would pick corn tortillas. <laughs> I'd pick flour tortillas. <laughs> A game, game recognized game, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll see. We'll see. We'll also see what Waffles picks. Caleb, did you hear about my um, confession earlier today? I did not. Last week, I said that Waffles picked KU, and I specifically did not post a video. (laughs) For his pick of the week, he, um, in fact, picked K-State. And I didn't want to admit it, so I um, just didn't post a video, and I just posted a picture of KU stuff. So I'm posting the video this week. He knows ball. (laughs) She's trying to ruin the integrity of the game here. (laughs) Can I just... (laughs) Also, I just... uh, like Maybe like a final thought on the whole who played better KU or K-State thing. I saw today they released the 10 semifinalists for the Doak Walker Award. It is an absolute joke that Devin Neal isn't a semifinalist for the Doak Walker. That is a yes. joke. He, he's, a, he's a beast. Beat he's us. so good. Stud. There's so, so many good running backs in the Big 12 right now. But I don't think the rest dudes. of the – like Taj Brooks, DJ Giddens, Ollie, <laughs> Ollie Gordon, Devin Neal. 
uh, uh, what's his face in Texas before he broke his or ruined his knee? Like, there's some dudes in this conference. As yeah. Tang said, we got dudes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you just have. <laughs> we got so many dudes. <laughs> stop, dude. Stop. Well, Dude, we play Sandstorm. Will Will you be in Man Happiness this weekend? I sure will. I'll be freezing my ass off in Bill Snyder Family Stadium. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear from you next week about how the game went, how you froze to death, and if corn or flour reigns supreme. <laughs> well, right. guys. Everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we'll see you next week on we're back to Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bye.